everyone, and welcome to the Creative Collective podcast. I'm Kelly, one of your hosts, and I have Jen here with me. And we have a super special guest today, uh, Kayla McGuire, who I met. I was trying to remember when I met you, Kayla. It was like only a few months ago, but I feel like I've known you for like kind of a long time now. We like instantly connected and Kayla is a coach a life coach a business coach a just a phenomenal human being and I am just like so grateful that you're here because I can't wait to dive in and chat with you about all the goodness we have coming up so thank you for being here I'm so excited no thank you so much for the introduction and it is crazy to think back that we have only really been in contact for a couple months like no that seems like it's been way longer so I'm super excited to be here and I can't wait to chat with you girls today awesome so tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to become a coach yeah um okay so I would have to say that my Um, previous life would be more in the sports medicine and athletic training field. Um, I did that for quite some time, having, um, getting my bachelor's in athletic training and then um, getting my master's in exercise science, which led me to kind of the first layer of my career uh, serving the um, just human performance in general, doing a lot of uh, injury prevention work And that kind of evolved over time working with collegiate athletes. And then um, my last position working with the military, which was um, very exciting, very fulfilling, uh, taught me a lot. And within that specific position, um, that was a developmental season of my life where I was kind of transitioning out from the practitioner role into more of a leadership position. And I would say that if I had to kind of connect uh, where I was to where I am now with coaching would was stemming from that period of my life uh, in leadership with uh, with the military and and serving in that capacity. Um, but really diving into what I was passionate about in the work that I was specifically doing. And although that my job was based around injury, Um, I was just absolutely fascinated and captivated by uh, the mindset of the individuals that I was working with and really the mindset of of an injury, getting over that, preventing it, um, you know, the discipline behind that. And so I would say that at that time in my life, there was a lot going on. And um, as one one would say, kind of these things come along and they are little seeds that plant uh, you just these experiences in life that really cause you to reflect on where you're at and where you really want to go. And um, with me, it was a divine intervention, really, because um, I was kind of feeling like I was almost done with that season of my life and and ready for that next um, that next thing to come along. And um, coaching was that that whisper that was something I was drawn to I was drawn to the mindset wanted to learn more about it and really within a few months um, I ended up losing my job and uh, was just available to take a life coaching course and so I did 
And that kind of led me to where I am now in starting my own business as a coach, uh, both life and business. I love that. I did not know all of that. So I know I, I'm sitting here thinking the same thing. Like I, I literally had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. There's that's a lot. So that's interesting. That's a fun one. Um, yeah. Lost my job and it was like, okay, now go, go do the thing that, that you were, were, would probably honestly never start if I didn't, if I wasn't at that point. So like yeah. you said, like one of those like divine things that just gets dropped on you in more yeah. ways than one, obviously, you know, a, just like a devastating blow, but also, you know, perhaps divine intervention to take a new path on life. So that's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm very thankful at the time there was, there was not those words. It was in a day that you lose your job and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you, uh, how do you pivot out of that? But uh, life has a has a funny way if you're really listening that it it will guide you and I was very thankful at that time to kind of have a little bit of a plan towards getting that coaching certification and and just saying okay get after it so cool that you kind of like had that inkling right before it happened you know I love that yeah. uh just because one of the things that Kayla will say to me because it has come up before in our coaching sessions uh, is the idea of leaning in and listening. So whenever there's like those thoughts or those things that kind of come to you, they later might have more meaning that they have at the present moment, but being having enough self-awareness to tune into those types of things so that when the time comes, you it does have that meaning and you are ready for whatever that next thing is. So that's just really cool to, to hear I, about. I just want to say I've been feeling a certain type of way and I keep seeing this recurrent thing. And now I'm like having this conversation. I'm like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. Not by yeah. chance. Not by no. chance. Gosh, I can't wait to have this conversation. With you. This is just <laughs> we are having this conversation. Yeah, I know. It is happening. <laughs> so, okay. So Kayla, I know that you probably interact with a lot of people who are trying to figure out what is my purpose? What, what is my path? What are, what are my next steps? Can you kind of explain like what that means or like, what is the process of like finding your purpose? I feel like that's something that's kind of like thrown around a lot and, and like why and why can that help lead to maybe a more fulfilled life? Yeah. Yeah. I love that question. And I, um, first kind of want to plant the foundation here of debunking purpose a little bit, right? Because purpose is depending on what context that you want to, um, to kind of surround that conversation, purpose can mean many different things, but it also can have this, this weight and this feeling of heaviness or that it's like this thing that's so far away or that it's going to take me forever to find my purpose. And 
where do I even begin? Right. Cause there's, there's that feeling of it's, it's very meaningful. So it can feel like it would be this long journey. Right. But if, if we take a step back and say, okay, if, if purpose is really, really about me finding meaning and fulfillment in what I'm doing in, in life, just in my personal life and my business and my career and taking a step back, if we think of purpose as a combination of things that we are passionate about equally with the things that are painful, right? So if we say, if we just took a piece of paper and we drew a line down the middle and on the left side, we said, enlisted all of the things that we are so passionate about, right? It doesn't matter. Activities, hobbies, people, um, jobs, skills, it doesn't matter. Listing all the things we're passionate about. And then on the right side, writing painful. And it's and it's all of those painful experiences we've we've been in or obstacles or challenges we have faced. Not necessarily that physical pain, but it was a trial to some degree, right? And then listing out all of those trials that we have been through, but we have overcome, right? And you just and you look at those and you say, okay, in my life, I have gone through a lot and I've I've overcome a lot. And I'm also still passionate about these things. And I think when when people can take a step back and they can really evaluate and look at that list and say, okay, the things that I have been through in my life that have that have been painful and um and very challenging, the, it it has this way to to be very meaningful in a deep visceral way, because if someone else comes to you at that season of your life where you just got over, or maybe you're in a season right now where it's challenging, and this other person comes up to you and they're looking at you and and they they're kind of going through that same experience, you have almost this unspoken understanding that you can relate to them and what they're going through, right? Like mm -hmm. you can you can really relate. And I think when people look at those those areas of of time in their life when they can really relate to somebody, but then they they look at that as as something so beautiful because they were able to get through that and they were able to look at an an area or um, a facet of, of that experience and say you know what I'm I'm actually really really passionate about these things and and they they start to make these these connections and I think when you can get and and people can get as close as they can to the things that they're passionate about. And they can really relate to those through an experience. And then you go help someone, you are dangerously close to your purpose, right? And I think in that way, I, I hope that that is something where people can take a step back and say, okay, um, right now, I am very passionate about these things. I have done and overcome these things. And for where I'm at, I'm just, I'm, I'm being really, really called to this one particular thing I'm passionate about and saying, okay, cool. Can we lean into that and, and really let that have its space and voice and, and try that on? Because I, I do think there are, there's a, a, a balance and a dance here with your purpose because it can be an evolving purpose and multi-purposeful, right? There are people that can have one purpose but that one purpose can end up 
leading into so many other roles and and facets of life that it's it's almost hard to say that somebody only has one grand purpose. Um, I do believe that we have a lot of passions and a lot of things that have um, taught us through pain. Um, but if if we look at them and say, can I can I take these and say, what am I what am I most in alignment with right now, and go help someone? I think we're we're getting closer to our purpose in that season, right? Love that. Love love the idea that purpose is not a destination. That it's it's a it's something that you kind of like move into and through, and and it can evolve because we're evolving as humans, right? So we're daily right changing growing learning participating and that's teaching us molding us shaping us into whatever is next uh sort of like your a little bit of your origin story how that shaped you for your next thing absolutely love that because i think for the longest time, I believed it was a destination. Like mm. once I find my purpose, mm. then I'll be happy, joyful, whatever it is, right? But it's it's such a, and I think you helped me see this initially, that it's more of something that you you may find one purpose and then you may discover another one it's mm. not that it's and they may be connected but it's like a refining process and, and i just love love that um so okay let's talk about clarity <laughs> Let's okay. Yeah, okay. let's let's get clear on these. Why things. are we it. laughing, Kayla? Because this is like the ultimate word. I swear that I cannot get through a conversation with you without this word. Clarity. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. And like here we are again. So just like keep keep it going. Um yes. so I think that I'm not the only one <laughs> who wants to know like who wants to get some clarity on just things in life like for me it's been a lot of like let's peel back the layers here it's been a lot of trying to figure out like what am I supposed to do with my life because I am multi-passionate so like a lot of the things that we're talking about are like you know speaking to my soul so I really you know have mul multiple passions but limited amount of time and so the the frightening thing for me is always the the FOMO, honestly. Mm. Like the fear of missing out, like I'm going to miss it. I'm going to be so busy over here doing all these things and like thinking I'm doing the right thing, but really I'm missing my purpose. So I really feel like this, like, or not missing my purpose, but missing whatever I'm supposed to be doing. And mm the the clarity aspect I think is so important for me and probably so many other people who you know are busy maybe um you know have multiple jobs or um multiple creative pursuits or whatever it is 
and this feeling of wanting to find clarity, what do you say to that person? Yeah. Okay. So there's, there, there's this desire, this earning, this pulling to, to have this clarity. And if we, we say, okay, well, what's the opposite of clarity? Confusion. There, there's, there's clearly some confusion somewhere if we're, if we're seeking this clarity. So a lot of times I, I think there is, um, there's this period of time where at, at any point in our lives, I mean, daily, we're going to, we're going to want clarity about one area of our life or another, right. Of, of, of wanting an answer, wanting some, um, confirmation, uh, direction. Right. And if for the, for the people who are saying, okay, I, I couldn't even begin to tell you everything that I'm confused about in, in life. I think that's the perfect place to start and saying, okay, awesome. Again, grab a sheet of paper or, or grab your coach or have, have your friends sit down and just, and it's either talking or in some physical way, taking your thoughts and making them physical. I think there's so much power behind this because you slow your brain down and you give yourself an opportunity to really see clearly what's going on. And if that's just writing a list of everything that you are confused about, or everything that you want to gain clarity on my path in life, what, what I am passionate about, um, where I want to live, who I want to be around. I'm tired of this job, whatever that it is and making that list and, and looking back and really narrowing down what is 100% in your control. Absolutely. What is in your control that you can make a change in today, right? With, with no other justification or, um, or obligation from another person or another entity and saying what is fully in my control. And that, that list gets very short, but what that does is that, that puts your, yourself back in, in this of seat of consciousness and power of saying, I know what I am in full control over. And then you can just bring that, that awareness and say, okay, now I can make a, a true assessment of the action that I need to take or not take. And I think a lot of times, um, and this this might be helpful uh, to, to some listeners. When when clients come um, to me, it's we, we first kind of go through this initial assessment, and it's it's almost like, um, okay, we just need to have like the brain dump call, right? Like you just got like let's just dump everything on the table, and if we just imagine it like puzzle pieces or Legos, like put it all on the table, and let's just start to see like what shapes are like each each other and, and put those into piles. And and life can be like that. So it's saying, okay, let's put all the stuff on the table and saying, okay, what's what's the biggest pile? And if that the biggest pile is all the complaints about work and my job, and I'm tired of it, and I don't feel um, passionate about it, I don't want to show up anymore, my coworkers, blah, 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 whatever that it is, and say, okay, it gets really, really clear when you can see what you're so confused about or what you're so concerned about and saying it almost chooses it for you of, of where you should start. Right. And what, what is the most stressful and painful? And then looking at that and say, okay, what can we change? Like literally today for you to, to get some clarity, to reduce some of that stress and to make you feel like you have some plan in place to move in a direction. And that's where we start. Does, does that make sense a little bit? 
absolutely it makes a ton of sense you got to get clarity on what you want clarity on that's what you're saying ultra awareness right right yeah you can't make a change if you're not aware of what changes that you actually want to make because otherwise it just spins and and it is and it's this it's the mind game of coming coming back around back around and then it is so mentally tasking on you that you don't even really want to begin to put it on paper. You're like, I'm tired of this thought, actually. So there's a thought interruption that has to happen. There, a, a pattern, a pattern interruption that has to happen and saying, stop. I know you don't want to do this. Write it all down. Write everything down that you're confused about and then look to see what is totally in your control to change. And let's start just the conversation there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that having a third party, a like what you're saying is it makes so much sense, like base level. Mm -hmm. The reality is when we live in our own heads, mm. we cannot see the forest for the trees, right? That saying, it's like you cannot... <laughs> you saying that I'm like yeah it makes absolute sense but the reality is having a third party having a coach speak into that and be able to help you dig dig through it and dig through the thoughts and help initially be the pattern interrupter is invaluable cannot mm. say enough good things about that mm. uh because you just we just cannot do it all on our own <laughs> our no. heads are just there's just a lot up there it's a lot going on <laughs> I like kind of this analogy and some of this actually can be a, a two for one with um imposter syndrome there's there's that kind of term floating around I know that's a little off topic but when it comes to um what you just said about having a neutral party think about a massage therapist the best massage therapist in the world. Okay. She is so good at what she does. She's in it every day. She's doing it every day. She has the experience. She has the validation, the credit she's, you know, booked out best massage therapist. That massage therapist literally cannot give that type of massage to herself. She can't. She cannot give that that type of massage to herself. She needs somebody else, right? To help her in the areas that she can't even see. And I think that's that's what any neutral party, whether that be a coach, a therapist, um, just someone that you that you really trust, that's what they bring to that the table. They can see things that that you can't because you're you're just in it. You're doing your thing, you're grinding, grinding away at it. Um, but they can help stand back and say, hey, let's let's just talk about this. Um, and and to really be that like they have no skin in the game, they're neutral, you trust them, you've developed this relationship with them. Um, and they've been there for the whole story. They they do know your history. So I think there is power um in behind having a neutral party, but a consistent neutral party that's checking back every week, you know, over over time. Um that can that can really hear and see you to a greater degree that you can even see yourself. Definitely. Can you 
share a little bit. I know this is a little bit off script, but I feel like this this is going to be a natural thing for you. So what is the difference between what you do and therapy? Yeah, this is a great, uh, great question with, um, as I, as I truly believe in my heart that coaching really is going to start to, um, be more familiar to people. I would say that the easy term that I like to use is that therapy is, um, more often than not driven to really work through the past, whether that be a past trauma or a past experience. Um, and that can relate to a current situation, but more likely than not, something in your past is affecting your your current. Um, and, and therapy in, in the d- diverse uh, offerings that it has mainly is focused on that through different techniques of, of working through the past and, and healing that so that you can show up in the present. I would say that coaching is, is meeting you right in the present moment and saying, what do you need now in the present? And where do you want to go in the future? But it's very action oriented. Coaching can look at the past as information. And that's important to gather. But it's not that we're trying to dive back into that and heal it. We're trying to say, okay, cool. These are the things that you've experienced in your life. How is this affecting your present moment? What do we need to put in place as far as a structure or a plan or a system to get you to where you want to go? And and putting the action behind that, um, that's what coaching does. That makes a lot of sense. And I can see how they can really work hand in hand for someone who needs kind of what you're saying, like really like working through things in the past, healing that in order to be able to move forward. Uh, So thank you for explaining that. Yeah, I know that that may be something that people are wondering about. So can you share a little bit about how, (laughs) what role meditation plays in your life and do you is that something that you recommend to your uh clients the people that come to you share a little bit about that yeah um well i think when in tying um a lot of this together with with purpose asking ourselves questions uh wanting to gain clarity Everything that we have been talking about first begins with awareness, right? Having an awareness of that, of whatever that we want to change or any desire that we want to bring in, into our lives. Um, meditation is also one of those things that you think about and can mean something totally different to every person. You know, initially, I've always just thought of the person in the lotus position, like, um, you know, finger, you know, your thumb and your finger together, like just sitting there totally quiet, like thinking absolutely nothing. And that's exactly, almost, that's exactly what I envision every right. time I hear the word meditation. I'm like, but I don't think I can sit in that position. How does right. that work? Like, is there another way to meditate? <laughs> right, right. And you, like, even just like right now, like where the two of you are at, draw attention to your feet. Are they heavy? Are they warm? Are they tingling? Congratulations, you just meditated right? It's, it's just that conscious connection of awareness to, to really anything, um, in, in the present moment. And 
meditation is one of those things that there's so many different ways to meditate. Um, and there's many, many different methods. I would say for me, meditation is, is the, um, is just ultra awareness in the present moment. And, um, which method works for you is one that, that you can try. But, um, for me personally, it was, um, comical to sit down and to attempt to just be quiet with my, with my racing mind, because it's, it's just, it's going, but that's the beauty behind it is just the act of calming yourself for a second and saying, you know what? No, I'm going to commit to just sitting down and trying to quiet my mind, but then letting go and, and just allowing your mind to race in that moment. And that's okay. And, and just knowing that you are consciously going to have that try to quiet over time. Um, the, the meditation in my life has really helped me become more aware um, in, in, in many different ways. But um, it's that one space in my day where I devote that to me, to be more intentional to myself and to, to go back to what you said earlier, the lean in and listen of can I bring myself to a state of getting quiet so something else can get louder, right? Your intuition, your spirit, um, that tiny whisper of something and, uh, and almost honoring that, whether it's a minute, five minutes, some people can meditate for 20 minutes, but it's, it's the stillness. It's the, it's the quiet. You could be sitting down in your chair and just looking out the window, but just really drawing your attention to the tree and then the branch, and then the leaf, you know, that that's a form of meditation. It, it's ultra awareness in, in the present moment. Um, and that has been something that I've developed over time. But what I can tell you for from my personal experience, it was so hard in the beginning. It's almost so comical to even talk about this. Because uh, I just was I made it like a joking and a laughing manner that I could I could ever bring my racing mind to do that. But um, it has been something that has unlocked that that creative flow for me over time where I was able to get quiet enough that I had that idea, that I had that um, time of, I call it my divine download, that you get that bright idea or um, that next thing that you want to chase after or, or suddenly two things that you didn't think about finally connect and you're like, oh yeah, that makes so much sense. But it was that it was that conscious connection of of getting quiet. So interesting to think about because sometimes, truly, I have my best thoughts in the shower. And I do believe yeah. it's mm -hmm. because it is some of the only like downtime my brain has to not be thinking about a zillion things mm. and like I have like that that quiet time it's like you know it's like forced quiet time I can't bring my phone in there because like mm -hmm. obviously yeah. uh, <laughs> and and it's it's so interesting because I remember thinking about that like wow why do I have so many great thoughts in the shower oh because I give the space for it to happen mm 
Yeah. And we're just so often tied up with devices and screens and stimulants going from right going from the one thing to the next to the next to the next and that time I mean like you said it's like so hard to do it I don't know why it's so hard to do it because even like a minute or two minutes or five minutes will add an hour to my day but it's so hard to make yourself stop but the discipline is worth it absolutely you bring up such an interesting point though when and you and I've talked about this a little bit um force or flow when we are like let's say okay go go meditate go meditate and instantly instantly we have this resistance of like one nope can't do it can't quiet my mind two mm, just don't have time right and it's, it's, too hard. it's that's right. Hard. Oh yeah. Too hard. Can't do it. So I'm not going to even try. <laughs> um, it's, it, it comes across like that, like forced, right. Or um, we, we think we have to force ourselves through it. What's so cool about even just starting meditation. It, it really is the um, it's the pathway to letting go of, and, and, and that al- allowance and acceptance of just, okay, what if, what if I could just sit down in this chair that I like to sit in or, or on a yoga mat, or it doesn't matter, just sitting outside and saying, what if I could just sit there just for a minute and I'm just going to be quiet and I'm going to totally allow any and all thought to come through. But it, it's that process of like, okay, cool. I see you. I need to go do my groceries and then just letting go. And some people, it's really helpful to bring yourself back to something like bring yourself back to your breath. Like, even if it's just the rising and falling of your chest, I highly, highly encourage a guided meditation where somebody's walking you through visualizing something or, you know, making that conscious connection to your body, especially at first, because just pure silence. Yeah, you're going to be just it's going to be noise anyway. Right. But it it's it's in the beauty of can I just sit for a minute and I'm just going to see what comes up and having some fun with it saying, yeah, what thoughts are going to come and then saying, okay, cool. I see you thought. And then you just like, let it go. All right. Thank you. Like, thank you for showing me that. And it, it disperses. Maybe you think about your breath, maybe another thought comes and, and it's that slow, um, it's that slow awareness of what's happening in reality in that present moment and then letting it go. I, think one of the one of the things that I've noticed specifically over time when I've been even somewhat consistent with meditation (laughs) is that I can sometimes judge myself very harshly Mm. in thought and I think the thing that it creates the space for for me is just separating out the the judgment so it's a thought not Mm. a judgment it's like I have the thought but I don't let it impact me Mm. negatively I just am able to let it go Mm -hmm. and that is like super powerful I think to for anyone who is also 
like has maybe like that controlling like nature like wants to control like situations or whatever it's also like really good to just have that experience of being able to let go of things right Mm. so I love that and honestly the the clarity and the mind space that can free up too for Mm -hmm. people who are creative and need to experience that flow and allow the the ideas to flow through if we're so I mean forgive this word but it's the word that came to me but if we're so like constipated in our minds yeah and we're unable to you know in our hearts and you know I mean our our bodies function as one so um we can kind of block that flow Mm -hmm. a little bit and so I, I love that as a tool so speaking of tools are there other tools that you would recommend to people uh that are like thinking this is really hitting home. I would love to dive deeper. Where would you recommend they go from here? Yeah. Back back to that awareness, right? Um, that we keep coming back to. But um, if there's something that has been, and Jen, I love that you said this early on of just that little whisper of like, I we're having this conversation. It's just not a coincidence, right? Um, no, it's not a coincidence. Right. This is so divine. <laughs> and, and that's the, that's the beauty of it. Right. And, and I think that's the other thing. Every single thing that happens in our, in our lives is, is really not by mistake. It's whether or not we're paying attention. Right. And, and really listening, listening to what's, what's going on. Um, my suggestion with, with starting really anywhere with, um, any decision or change that, that you desire to make is, is finding the way that it's really going to, um, for lack of better term or phrase, um, be visible to you enough where it's either going to irritate you or you're going to feel better. Meaning like make the list write out all of the things that has just been on your mind, on your heart, frustrating you, you're confused about, maybe that you feel really good about, but line by line, writing everything out and sitting back and looking at that and saying, okay, of this list, can I narrow this down to be the top five things that is taking my energy? That is really sucking my energy or or my thought energy. Because you're going to look at that list and you're going to be like, well, I think about that thought all of the time. Um, actually, I think of that thought more and you're going to go through and it's going to be a little bit hard, but you are going to be able to narrow that down and say, no, these are the things that are really um, on my heart, on my mind and um, that are that are frustrating me or stressing me out. And starting with starting with that and saying, okay, from there, if you had to pick the one that you would love to get off the list right now, what what is it? Circle that one. And I think in that moment that will then call to attention the question, can you, can you practice the power of asking yourself questions enough 
that that really is is what I want. Um, I would love for every person to to take away from this is learning the power of asking yourself questions. In 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 that moment, um, why is a great question. Let's say you look at that list and there's that one thing and you look at it. Okay, why is that bothering you so much? And asking why five times. Why? Why? And and it it has this way of of peeling back layers that that you wouldn't consciously think about to to kind of reveal an answer to you, right? So you kind of create your own answer. But but from that is um is looking at that that list and saying, okay, what can I do about this? You know, who, what, why, when, and and asking these questions ab- about that thing that that is on your mind, and then saying, okay. Have I have I really been neglecting something, or has something shown itself that is um, that could be my answer, or or what are the thoughts that have come up that I have been avoiding, and saying does it connect with anything on the list, and and or or doesn't it? Um, but it but I really find power in in writing things out or speaking them out, um, whether that's to yourself or recording it or to a friend. Um, and making it physical, because when we can take whatever's spinning in our mind and and make it into physical form in some way, we we then bring it into the physical realm and can start to see it and feel it a little bit deeper and then actually do something about it, right? Um, so that that would be probably one of my greatest suggestions to start with um, if you are by yourself and and then really t- looking at that and saying, okay, I, am I ready to have a neutral party come and help me with this? And and obviously I would highly suggest a coach. Um, and it doesn't have to be for a long time. It can be for a short interim to to say, okay, let's make a plan. Let's get some direction, set some actionable goals and get after it. Um, but yeah. That's- well, I would highly suggest Kayla as your coach. <laughs> well, thank you, Kelly. You may not I would feel too. like she can say that, but definitely... If any of this has resonated with you, reach out to her. I will say after I met with Kayla the first time we met over Zoom and I was like in tears <laughs> by the end. I mean, I seriously was. Do you remember Good this? tears, I, I'm I sure. do. I do remember this. Of course I do. And I said to her, I just like I will preface this by saying like I have met with years ago another life coach and um just this is not like something that's like created equally across the board people have different approaches and different um styles so finding someone that that you connect with and and fit with and it has to make sense obviously because you're digging in right so but I just knew after that initial call I said I said it out loud to you I said you have a gift like thank you so much I still believe that to this day I'm so grateful for you and then I immediately texted Jen and said oh my god you have to to connect with Kayla and what did Um, I do I connected yeah, with her yeah, and I love that. I love I'm pretty that. sure it was the next week or so that we met and same thing. Like 
goosebumps abound. We were like, we were at Cultivate, we were sitting there and it was just like, I don't know, just this amazing conversation that I was having. And it like, to your point, it felt so good to just get it out of my head mm-hmm. and I needed to get it out of my head. And it was, it was just what I needed. And I, I need to have, I need to like set back up again with you and <laughs> have some more conversations. Thank you so much for, for both saying that, but you know, like the, the thing that is the coolest the coolest part about the the entirety of of moving into this career has been um I have not been one that has been very confident in my life um with with a lot of different things but especially in in my career there was always that little bit of like resistance and like oh I'm not going to ever fully feel like like I got this and and I'm not saying that coaching does that but it it's almost this this feeling of I absolutely love connecting with individuals because I always walk away learning something more about me, about myself. Every single person teaches me something and whether that's, that's selfish in a way or, or not, but we are all here to help each other. And it is, it's so fun when you do find that thing that makes you feel like you are alive within your own soul and, and you're helping someone, but it, it really is helping you. And one of the last pieces that, um, that we talked about in this actually life coaching course is that, um, you really have found, um, your true passion when you recognize that giving and receiving becomes the same thing. And and that's just all that I hope to do. I do hope, and I thank you so much for saying that 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 you think I have I have a gift because I do feel that, and I I don't come from a place of um, boasting or or ultra confidence with that, but it's like I drop into what I feel like I am I'm called to do, and I listened, but I know that it it will evolve. But and can I let go enough to say okay, I, I, here's where my heart I think is, and. And can I let it just drive that direction? Um, and that's how I meet all of you beautiful souls to where you're going to go out and do these crazy, awesome things and have all these amazing people on your podcast and help so many people, which that's what it's all about. <laughs> oh, gosh, I I love that. That was, that was special. Thank you for sharing all of that. Uh, so, Kayla, where can people find you if they want to connect with you? Yeah. Um, so they can find me on Instagram at Kayla McGuire. My name's a little bit funky, but um, yeah, Kayla with an H K A H L A McGuire um, on Instagram uh, and on Facebook. So that would be uh, Kayla McGuire coaching and creating on Facebook. And then of course my website, which is just kaylamcguire.com. Awesome. Well, thank you again for sharing and for being here. I feel like I learned so much. And I feel uniquely inspired from this conversation. Same here. I don't think I'm going to be sleeping tonight. (laughs) I have literally already pulled up the notes app on my phone. Yay. And I literally, I need to go meditate right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This is, these are some practical tools here. So Um, I love that. 
uh, well, thank you again. And um, so excited. I hope everyone can uh, connect with you, Kayla, and reach out. Um, so yes, please uh, thank do. you for being here. Thank you both so much for um, putting this on and inviting me on. I feel so honored and special. So thank you so much for allowing that space in this container to uh, create something in this collective. I, um, I look forward to just hearing more of what you guys have coming. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Creative Collective podcast. I would love if you would check us out on Instagram at creative collective underscore podcast. Uh, also our website, creativecollectivepodcast.com. And if you're liking this content, I would love to ask for you to rate and review us so more people can find us.